My name is Olivia Francis. I'm a multi-award winning artist and songwriter living in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? Sisters Jerry Isaacs and Donna Bernard, co-moderators of the popular Clubhouse Room, explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you are born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com and DearWiseWomen.com. Always fun, never disappoints. It's always in the cards. Hey everyone, it's Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWomen.com. I'm here with my sister Donna Bernard and with our guest Julie DeLuca. And we today is a very special day, but I'm not really here with them. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Donna's in New Jersey. And Julie, you're in New Jersey too? I'm in Connecticut. Oh, in Connecticut. I'm sorry, Hartford. Right. That's okay. Um, so hey, Donna, how are you doing? I'm great. And you know, I love technology that we can all be in three states, but having one conversation. And it's something that's near and dear to our hearts as dear wise women, why the day you were born sets your personality traits. And Jerry and I as sisters, we've been talking about this for 25 years. And it started out as just a little dabbling and fun. And then we realized, ooh, we really are onto something because we're we're never wrong. And then we (laughs) evolved into relationship dynamics we built our website, dearwisewomen.com. And it's been a lot of fun. And people say, you know, you're better than therapy. Now, therapy is important, but understanding we're not therapists. We're not therapists, but understanding people from a different point of view really is therapeutic and it's entertainment. So it's our new genre that we're introducing therapeutic entertainment. I love and it. Thank you. And most important, <laughs> Jerry, what are we launching? Our new series. Yes, we're launching our new table talk series where we're going to be having conversations like this with either one person and some of their relatives that they bring in, or there could be sometimes five people on the screen. You never know. But you know, we'll see how we'll see what happens. But this is this is our number, our first one for the new year. So let's set the table, Jerry, because I'm sure Julie and everyone listening wants to know, what are these cards and what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, we call them birthday cards. It's a very old system. It's an esoteric science, been around for a really long time. And it's based on everyday playing cards. So we know there are four suits and each suit means something. So it starts with the hearts and the hearts are about family and relationships, love, And then we move to the clubs. The clubs are always about mental things, education, communication, using your mind. Then we move on to the diamonds, which is all about finances, values, what, you know, the value of things. And then last is the spades. That's always about health and work and, um, and spirituality. So, and every number means something. And every card can have more than one meaning because it depends on how it manifests, how someone's manifesting it in their life. So someone could be at the really high expression of their card, or they could be at a low expression, depending on who they are and how they're living their, you know, their life. But they all have the opportunity to be, to do that, be the best of their card. So hopefully we give some people some guidance and maybe even some understanding when we talk about the people that you know, that you brought to us, maybe, you know, they are who they are. And maybe it'll give you some insight on how to deal with them. And if you're having problems, talk to them. I mean, you'll be, you'll be surprised. Let's see what happens when we, when we talk about your family. Cool. Did I miss anything, Donna? No, I, I think that was, that was a great introduction and it is, we, we really helped a lot of people throughout the course of the past few years because people wonder, how do I learn? Do you learn to your grade or you learn to your ability? So we've really helped people reset how they think because we're not born with a manual. We don't have a handbook. Jerry, I haven't said that in so long. 
So this actually gives us a little bit more guidance into how we communicate with each other. And that's why we also look at this as relationship dynamics. So we've helped many people. So I think with that, let's start with Julie. Okay. So okay. Julie's cards, she's an eight of clubs, four of spades, and a four of spades. And now I'm going to turn that over to you, Jerry. Oh, so the eight of clubs is about mental power. It's a it's a great card to have. Um, it's it's someone who has likes to learn and likes to do a lot of you know learn a lot of different things. But this power, your power is when you're when you're thinking and when you're doing what you you know what communicating. That's all. That's what you're powerful in. Um, could be mm -hmm. stubborn sometimes because the ace, eight of clubs is a very fixed card. Most cards, there's a few cards in the, in the deck that are what we call fixed. And those people, um, they, they're not as easily swayed on things. They, they're a little more stubborn. Um, but your second cards, I'm sorry, my meter is going it's off. Okay. You just have to, I mean, I guess it's a good, it's a good thing to say. Because I have diabetes and I have my freestyle libre, and I'm, this is a commercial for them. They don't know it, but it really does save me from from being uh, ill. So there you go. Might as well acknowledge it. So sure. now your second card is a, and your third card, and you wonder why you have so few cards compared to everyone else. But some cards, it's just the way you, it's a double card, the four spades, the four spades, which makes it double powerful. So your, uh, your power is with combined with the eight, your power is at work working and you're like the rock. I would say people must come to you and you're there for advice. You're there with wisdom. You're there with strength and you're there for everyone else, hopefully for yourself too, because it's, you you've got great cards. The all the um even cards like the fours, the eights, tenth, they're very positive. It's when you get to the odd card, odd number cards that you that does it's involves spirituality and they're 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 not as easily understood. They're not as friendly, then they're not as fun to have. So you you've got great cards. Well, thank you. And Jerry, with that, I say, you know, we recently met Julie. We were introduced to Julie. She's a coach. And we were introduced via Lori Carice of 360. Um, Network for Women. Network for Women. I know I still go to talk radio, 360 talk radio. but And it's interesting because, you know, we've spoken, I've spoken to lots of coaches throughout my career, you know, different times. And something clicked when Jerry and I spoke to Julie. And I should add that, so Jerry is a king of clubs, two of spades, and a four of diamonds. And I'm a four of diamonds, two of spades, and a ten of clubs. So I think, Jerry, maybe explain that a little on why it made sense that the three of us blended like it was almost like we were on the same page from the moment we started mm -hmm. speaking. Well, I mean, Donna and I have almost identical cards. Um, she starts with that four diamonds, which is a card, a hardworking card. All fours are good, but she's someone who has to work hard for whatever she has. Nothing's given to her, um, but but she appreciates what she has. Um, then her second card is a two of spades, which is the friendship card. Um, and third card is the um, the ten of clubs, which is when she found out she had a third card, ten of clubs. It was over the moon because it changed my life, <laughs> it changed her whole life because that gave her the mental brilliance that she knows she has, but she just didn't understand why it didn't show up in her cards until I told her she had that card. Now. On the other hand, I'm a king of clubs, which is the master of the, the master of knowledge. So sort of beats the ten of clubs. Unfortunately, the king of clubs gets caught up on things being perfect. So doesn't always move ahead as quickly because if things aren't perfect, it sort of stops them. You know, overthink. They're overthinkers. Every king of clubs, almost every king of clubs overthinks <laughs> things. 
And then I have four diamonds. And I always say, I wish my four diamonds had the impact on me is that hers have, because I feel it's very little in my life because I really don't have that um, passion. I want to make money, but there's something that always holds me back. Um, probably my king of clubs overthinking it for, for <laughs> if you really want to know. Um, but then, so we got, you, you think about the king of clubs, 10 of clubs, and you've got an eight of clubs. So we all have that, that thinking mental competence. They're all really strong mental cards. And I do think that that's why we, why we clicked and you've got the two fours. We both have fours. So there's, there's a similarity there. Um, you know, it's always in the cards. I, and like I said, I've met a lot of coaches and, you know, Julie, you showed up prepared and took the time to look at our website and charge right in. And that's something I would do, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh my goodness, this is someone who is like on the same page with us. But not everyone does that. And we know that we know, know not everyone not to, does that. We know not to expect too much sometimes. So when we're really pleasantly surprised, like we were really <laughs> enjoyed speaking to you and we're going to enjoy this. Right. Yeah. The feeling is mutual. I enjoy speaking with you as well. I see. There we go. So let's talk about Dan. Yeah. Let's talk about Julie's husband, Dan. So he's a six of clubs, queen of hearts and a six of spades. What say you, Jerry? So those those are really, well, it's interesting that he's a six of clubs. So now there you go with the other, with another club, (laughs) although it's a six. Now the six of clubs usually someone who who knows what they're supposed to do in this life. A lot of people are looking for what they need to do or want to do, but six of clubs, people usually it's called the missionary card. Like they have a mission. Now I don't know if he has a mission, but you'll, you'll tell us when I'm done, you know, what he does. And if we'll we'll see Uh if that makes sense. And his second card is it's called the loving mother card. Um, Obviously he's not a mother. My, my son is a, queen of hearts. So doesn't, it's not male or female, um, but it's someone who has a lot of, of family love, you know, however mm-hmm. they want to express it. It could be with, with um, children. It could, it could be with, with friends. It's just, it's a loving card. Um, so I would hope that he's a, lo- a really loving husband because that would be what I would expect. That is, that it's, he is. Is he? Okay. And it's really funny because Jerry, Julie, and, and myself, we don't have hearts. <laughs> True. We don't have hearts. But my husband has one heart. We had no clue. And Julie's husband has a heart. Right. My husband doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Um, and his six of spades is the card of fate. So, you know, I would usually ask people who have these cards. You know, six is also, um, it's like a karma card. So uh, did he have a, like, uh, did he have a hard childhood? Um, His father passed away when he was six. Okay. So he probably did have a, he missed something in his, Mm. because usually people who have that, especially two sixes, there's a lot of wisdom there too, but there also, there is also that, um, that loss and they, and they have to get over it. You know, it's like people have Mm. to get past these things. And once they get past them, they usually can can do really great things in their life. Sometimes people get held back because they just can't get over something that happened mm-hmm. when they were younger. I mean, and it's got to be hard to get over losing a, a parent because um, you you can't get them back. <clears throat> and I don't know what that feels like, except I uh, we're children of divorce. So I know what that feels like. Um, <laughs> but that's just that's just different. Um, but so what does he do? Tell us what he does. So, um, he is, um, he says that he likes to break things for a living. (laughs) He works for an aerospace company. He works for a research center for an aerospace company, a fortune 50 company, um, here in Connecticut is a high tech company. He, um, is an engineer tech and he does materials characterization. Basically, this company has several different um, branches to it. 
and um, having to do with aerospace and high tech. And he takes some of the products that the other companies make within the company and he tests how um, how good are the products? Are are the rockets going to fly? Are the computers going to break? Are the cables going to last? And um, so he's very methodical. He also is part of my business. Um, he is the co-founder of Go Confidently Services, and he is the chief technology officer. But more importantly, he is the producer of the Casa de Confidence podcast and the Confident You radio show. He um, does all the production and editing of the show. Right. So you have, you are married to a man who knows how to do that too, which is great. So now mm-hmm. do you think that he And I love felt- what he does because it's so important that we're safe yeah. when we fly and when we travel. I was going to say, <laughs> which is Donna going to pick, pick uh, start talking about those Boeing airplanes. I know she is. <laughs> yeah. So although he, it's not Boeing who he works no, I for, know but yeah, 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 no, no, that's right. No, that, but yeah, he, so he is familiar with, with a lot of that technology. But that's how no, important we know it that. is. It's important that they don't bury the, you know, and they have people looking at mm-hmm. it. Right. So then when he grew up, like, do you think he would say he was, um, like was guided to do that? Was it important? Something? No, um, he do? actually wanted to be a priest growing up. And it was not me who, yeah, so it was not me who took him out of that calling. It was his first wife. <laughs> so I guess I'm grateful for that. But um, he he also, you know, he is someone that um, just, I, I think in the different spectrum from where I am, he is just very focused in the right now, doing his best, um, being present where I am like, the big thinker. I am like, oh my God, all over the place. Like how big can we go? Well, that's the other thing with the sixes. Sixes are very, sometimes they're very stable. You don't Mm -hmm. get a lot of, you know, like that big thinking when you're a six. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I wonder like, you know, if his, if he didn't marry his first wife, if he would have, you know, he felt he had a mission Mm-hmm. But then he walked away from it. So that's interesting. But he's doing other things and better things. So he's still doing something great. And, you know, I think he's so now. Does he have any children? Nope. We yeah. both don't have any children. I know you have. You have. We have dogs. Have dogs. <laughs> yes. Well, there. You know, I see, yeah. I see that queen of hearts as really wrapping himself, his arms around everyone to feel loved. Yeah. So he's very, you know, even though he is the youngest in his family, I think that he is a very big nurturing and in his siblings again, and there's a big span between he and his siblings. Um, but he is the person who um, they can always count on him, his siblings, his cousins, his nephews, his nieces, everybody really, you know, he is the he's, go-to so he guy. Is, he is the loving like parent. To he's the parent, loving parent. He's aunt, uncle, whatever. Um, and he had that hard childhood losing his father um i think the cards basically i think he fills the uh shoes of those cards to be honest so and i could see how he's really has a connection to you so he <laughs> definitely wouldn't have gone into priesthood <laughs> when he met that you. would have been well you could be a priest but he wasn't looking to be a monk well, that's true. Or, a, or a, you know, whatever, like priests couldn't get married. They can marry. Obviously, if you wanted to be a priest and he married his first wife, so they can marry. But um, well, not a Catholic priest could. Not a Catholic. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we see, I see that you two have a strong connection and I see he has his arms around you. Mm. I think he has his arms around you. He does. Here he says, I can't say I see it's not like I see something. I just feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very supportive. And if it wasn't, um, honestly, for him, um, I wouldn't have been able to launch my business successfully. And we wouldn't have been able to grow our company to the level that we have. Um, that, that's fabulous. So let's talk next about... Mother. Mom. Mom. MT. She's a five of spades. King of Diamonds and a Jack of Hearts. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, 
like we told you ahead of time. We didn't want to know anything about anyone. So I'm just going to talk about what the cards mean, and we'll see if it, if it relates to her. But she was born in this country, right? Because we... yeah, No, she was not. She was born in El Salvador. Oh. But my that... dad was born in this country. Yeah, El Salvador, that would not be a different time zone, though. Um, hmm. It's not... It is a different time zone. I think that they are in central or okay. mountain time. That's that, that probably wouldn't mean that's not going to be, it's like, we have to worry when it's like, you China. know, yeah, China, you know, when yeah. it's really far away. Um, so her first five of spades. Now that five of spades is called is, is a wanderer. Now okay. all five have a restlessness inside them. And the five of spades is the most restless. And they, they usually indicate someone who maybe has lived in a lot of places or they like to travel a lot. They've done a lot of different jobs. It's something about them that is movement that they're, mm. they're doing, you know, they're going from, I, I don't know if she's lived in many places um, just from what you said. I mean, I don't know. I mean, she moved to these states. I don't know what how old she was. She could have been a baby when she did that and stayed in, in one spot the whole time. Um, you know, laughing. Some like, people move their furniture. I was just going to say, we were talking to a blind girl one day and, and you know, she, she was had that five of spades. And I said, you know, there was someone who told me, well, they move their furniture. They, they want to move and they can't. So they move their furniture. And I really wasn't thinking that the girl was blind. And she goes, oh, my God, that's a blind person's nightmare. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it was, you know, something about them has that restlessness inside them. And, you know, mm. well, we'll get to it after. So now her second card's a king of diamonds and that king of diamonds really is like a business person. So I, I don't, you'll have to tell us if she does something business-wise because now the King of Diamonds is right, like the most successful of the business cards. Now mm -hmm. it also means something if someone wants to have a business and they like to have a business and they, otherwise it's meaningless. But if they have that desire, they would be very good at it. And her third card is the Jack of Hearts. The Jack of Hearts is a card of sacrifice. And it sort of indicates someone who has either sacrificed, usually for younger, someone younger. So it could be like for her children or for like a sibling, someone that she had to take care of, or it could have even been older parents sometimes. But in her life, there there's a bit of her that ends up sacrificing for other people willingly, mm -hmm. like wanting to. So now does any of that sound like her? So, um, so my mom came to the United States at the age of 16. She went to college at Georgetown University and she came to live here then. And, um, she then uh, went back to El Salvador. And then after that, she went to school in, uh, Barcelona, Spain. Then she went back to El Salvador, um, in between the ages of, I think between, yeah, so we must have moved about, there's three houses that I know of that I lived between before the age of five. Um, then when the war broke out in El Salvador, she came to Miami and we lived in three, four, five, six, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, probably okay. eight different houses. And then she, she's moved more since, and then she moved to Atlanta um, so yeah, so she's moved, like changed houses a lot. She's definitely the wanderer. Wow. Now, mm -hmm. how about business wise? What does she did? Do you have a so, career? you know, my mom, business wise, she will always say to you that she is not a salesperson or a business person. Um, she, you know, went to school for, um, she, she went to school for communications, international fair marketing, but never had her own business really shied away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, never, but what she does is, um, throughout the years since I was in high school, um, she was very involved in her church and, um, put on a lot of different retreats for, 
for organizations. She has a master's in pastoral counseling as well. And she does a lot of counseling in that respect, but never necessarily to make money or as a business. But she has back in the day, the women really didn't embrace, you know, it was a business era. Mm. But I feel like that, that encompasses both the business sort of part of it and the Jack of hearts, which is like sort of, Oh yeah, for sure. So Mm -hmm. sort of that, like her business was sacrificed with helping other people yeah. And, you know, and what you said about the Jack Hearts with sacrifice, I mean, certainly she never remarried after she divorced my dad, mainly because she was a single mom and she was very committed. She always felt, you know, I don't even know what kind of guy is going to come into our lives and maybe not treat my daughters the right way. So I think that she always spent a lot of time sacrificing. And even now she does that a lot um, for the family that she loves. Yeah, she's got a good heart, that jack of hearts. Also. Oh, she she's always very generous um, with everything that she does. And she she's always giving to people. And, you know, people um, have always said, like, what an incredibly generous woman she does, is to others. So does she have like a really great connection with your husband? Yes, they do. <laughs> because they, like, have those hearts. they have two cards. They both have cards that are have this spiritual connection. <laughs> his six of spades and her five of spades are a spiritual connection and his queen of hearts and her jack of hearts are a spiritual connection. So mm-hmm. that would lead me to feel like, you know, I don't know if he would say, Oh, I felt like I knew your mother when I met her, but um, like a close, a closeness that they would really like each other, you know, care about. Oh each. yeah, for sure. Like, you know, she's, she babies, she's visiting actually. So she babies him a lot. And, um, he loves you know, every he, he's yeah. And you know, my, my husband, um, his mom, he lost his mom in 2009. Um, so it, it but he's known my mom forever. Um, and my mom is, it's, um, you know, she there, yeah, he spoils yeah, her yeah. and vice versa. Yes, we see well, that. We yeah. know that. It's so it, I just have to say the irony of I wrote this all down, but somehow I never see the connections till I start talking. It's mm. true. Right? It's we true. Didn't, didn't really even see it. So now let's Amazing. talk about your dad. Oh. And it's funny because I, I, I remember writing it down and thinking, hmm, I don't know about this. Right. The connection between the two, but five of diamonds, nine of diamonds four of hearts and a jack of diamonds. Right. So he has, and again, this is relationship dynamic. So everyone's a good person, mm-hmm. but it might not be the right chemistry between people. Mm-hmm. So now he, the reason he has four cards, just to let you know, is because he's a Scorpio mm-hmm. and Scorpios do have um, like their second and third card. Um, and you would have one, they would have two. And then he has another card. So that's the fourth card. Um, so now that five of diamonds, very similar to your mom, a five of diamonds shows a restlessness. Now mm-hmm. when it's a diamond, it's restlessness and usually in whatever their, their work would be, um, mm-hmm. they always are looking to, for a better option, something that's going to make them more money, a better deal. You know, they're there, they move around a lot. Um, and even if they feel like, oh, I've, figured it out. I've gotten something, I've got something good. They, once they sort of settled in, now they're looking again because Mm. restlessness is inside of them. Um, then his second cards, the nine of diamonds, which the nine of diamonds is called, is like the very, is a very giving card. It's like a universal giver card, but like the nines are the nines. And then the sevens are very spiritual numbers. So the nine is a very spiritual number and you've got the nine would indicate that there's wisdom there, but he might've had to get over something his in his childhood to overcome in mm-hmm. order to um, be what we call the giver. Cause then it's sort of a very generous card. If someone has money, they would be very generous, but they have to get there. So they don't all get there. Mm. And he has a four of hearts, which is, really called the loving family card now you'll have to tell us because you already told us they got divorced but um you know not all four of hearts 
will be at the high end of their card. So I don't know. We, if our father was a four of hearts, we, I would tell you he was not at the high end of his card if you had been that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, every person is different. Now, that fourth card, it's called a salesperson card, but it's someone who is really good at marketing and marketing themselves. And without the jacks like to remain youthful. And so they could do it without, without feeling uncomfortable about themselves. They can really sell themselves or sell what they whatever, you know, without feeling like I, I'm not good at sales. So, you know, mm. I, I have, would have discomfort inside where they could be like, you know, talking to someone with, you know, with one leg and say, you can buy this pair pair of shoes, you know, and convince someone because they're really good at that. And they're, you know, that's like that Jack of diamonds. Um, But Mm -hmm. five of diamonds is his primary card. So I'm curious to see now how, you know, what does he do? Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I, I sent you my, my dad's uh, information because he's very instrumental in my life. Uh, my business started because of him. Um, he has been a great mentor in my life, but my dad is not here anymore. So I don't know if that makes a difference. Um, but he, but he, again, um, I was very close with him. He did, um, he did, he was a very restless person uh, in the sense that um, he grew up in New York in the projects and joined the Air Force because that was his way out. Um, and he, you know, was in the Air Force in the service and he was uh, lived in Louisiana, lived in Biloxi, Mississippi, Pennsylvania. Um, then he moved to Miami. Um, from Miami, he went to El Salvador where he met my mom from Miami. He went to DC. He then moved to, um, he Guatemala. Then he traveled to Peru and lived in Peru, came back to DC. And, uh, finally he, um, moved to Orlando where he, you know, passed away, but it, it, his job, um, yes, he had many different jobs. And I think that, you know, he, he was a salesman, by the way, he <laughs> shoe salesman, insurance salesman, um, uh, in his early career, he definitely, um, he definitely did that. And one of the things that as, and, and eventually he, he became, uh, um, he became the director of uh, a um, non-for-profit, an NGO, a, non, a non-governmental organization that did work for the World Bank and, and the Agency of International Development Abroad. He worked in different projects and he loved the differentness of the different projects and changing and evolving in that sense. But um, one of the things that he used to say as I was growing through the corporate ladder and going up through the corporate ladder, is like, honey, you have to sell yourself. Nobody else can toot your horn more than you will. And he um, taught me that. And definitely that's something that I I hold in in great esteem. Um, He was a very loving father. Um, I would say my relationship with him, um, it's probably very, very different from the relationship that my sisters had with him. Not to say that he was not loving to them, but their experiences, I'm the oldest. So um, definitely different from what I have. Um, My dad, because I... My, I was five when they divorced with my mom and my sister Vicky was maybe one and then Georgie was born. So um, definitely they never really, Georgie never lived with him um, and Vicky lived with him briefly. Um, but my dad was married five times. My mom was wife three of five. Oh my goodness. So I think that loving family may refer to him having five wives. <laughs> wow. I mean, you, you realize, that like, family. I realize like, every single card related to him even like the the you know doing the nonprofits the give, the giver and the salesperson and ask me why I'm yeah. in shoes I don't know yeah <laughs> that organization that he worked for you know even though it was um it was a non-for-profit, but in some of the work that he did was really to create a better, a better world, right? He went into underdeveloped countries and um, he was there to train people to create the type of programming that will pull third world countries out of difficult, uh, you know, environments. Um, he did have um, what I know to be a 
a difficult time growing up. Again, he grew up in the projects. They grew up very poor. His parents divorced when he was young. And um, my my grandfather, his dad, passed away before I was born, a year before I was born. And, and that really hit him hard. But I think that he had a he had a difficult relationship with his dad because of the divorce. And um, and that back then, really, divorce was not yeah. very common. No, so and and he that. saw he saw his mom suffer through a lot of different things that I think my grandfather, uh, for better or worse, you know, perhaps um, the way he lived his life was not great. And um, but you know, again, I don't I don't know my grandfather, and I hate to speak ill or right. dead, no, no, <laughs> but okay. I know that from my dad, um, he did make peace with his dad prior to him passing, but there there was a lot of I think difficult feelings you know for each other well that makes a lot of sense well let's take a break now um and we'll We'll come back and talk about we're going to talk about your your uh sisters so let me so i guess we're going to probably listen to a song we'll be right back Stand, there's a picture of a man who's in his pride. The whole world lays before him, a moment frozen for all time. He's smiling like a conqueror. If he's scared, it doesn't show. That's a picture of a man Wish I'd got to know He's standing on a corner Dressed in his navy whites His hands are in his pockets You can bet it's Saturday night he met my mom Way before I came along That's a picture of a man Young and confident and strong They say the ones that love you They're the ones that break your heart so hard to understand But you don't know where to start There's a thousand words unspoken They say the camera doesn't lie But in that picture of a man Abandoned dreams and half-laid 
place Round up all the contradictions Get a picture of a man Picture of a man So we're back. Hey, Donna, Julie, let's continue our discussion. Yes, we get to talk about Julie's sisters. Yes. Okay. So first we'll look at Victoria, Vicky. She's an ace of spades, a seven of hearts, and a seven of diamonds. Now I have to tell you, this really intrigued me because I have a friend with this birthday. And I have, I know a lot of people who are an ace of spades and they all have a similar personality and you'll have, and I don't know, you know, if your sister is like this, but first of all, we'll say that it's a very ambitious card, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also a very secretive card. So Mm -hmm. an ace of spades person ordinarily doesn't like to reveal who they are completely to people when they meet them, maybe, you know, they're, they like to hold back a little, have a little mystery about who they are. Um, you know, as a sister, it might be different, but like with my, with my friends who are ace of spades, when I knew what their birthdays were, they were all like that. And, you know, they had, but they were wonderful people, you know, people I love, but, there was always something that they would be that you wouldn't even go like, really? They do that. You know, they wouldn't always tell you everything about themselves. Hmm. And it's interesting because princess Diana was an ace of clubs. Right. Ace of spades. Ace of spades. Hmm. We write about in our blog about celebrities or well-known people and their cards because it just helps understand everything from a unique point of view. So <laughs> Princess Diana has the same first card of the Ace of Spades. Yes, but she doesn't have the other cards. So right. other two cards are spiritual cards. So the Seven of Hearts is like a spiritual love card. It's like loving people unconditionally for who they are, not without any judgment and sort of showing other people how to, you know, leading the way in being that type of person who loves like that. Um, and that's what that card is. And then that seven of diamonds is sometimes called the millionaire's card. So seven of diamonds, people can actually do really well financially. Um, but both sevens also indicate, well, they indicate wisdom. They also indicate, um, maybe something that they have to get over, maybe some, uh, a little pessimism that they have to get past in their life um, for them to be able to really soar and do really well because those that seven of diamonds can do fantastic things in their life if they, if they mm. themselves. Like the only thing that can hold someone back who has a seven of hearts and a seven of diamonds is himself. You know, mm. that would be the one person that, that would be the thing that would hold them back. Uh, not, you know, not someone else. They should be able to do whatever they want. Um, mm-hmm. So tell us what she does. Wait, and we wrote about the seven of diamonds because I love Lucy. Lucille Ball is a seven of diamonds. Right. The, the seven of diamonds is a little, is a unique type of person. I should have said that. A little um, quirky. They're a little quirky sometimes. And when I use, when it's their first card, and I say that almost, they almost go, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Be, you know, because I don't mean to say that they're weird, but they can be a little different. And they all seem to know what that means. Um, I don't know how much it affects yeah. on the third card. So what did she like? What, what did she so, you, you know, my sister Vicky and I have a complicated relationship. And, and uh, I, 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 I will say, um, you you know, she, she, we are four years apart and, um, she is definitely, I would say a very, um, definitely always looking to grow and, and, and I, I, I don't think that I've ever would have equated ambitious as, as her, an adjective to describe her, but I think that she's always looking to become a better version of herself. 
Okay. Um, she is definitely very spiritual in her faith and very loving. She is, you know, super devoted wife in, uh, you know, for my nephew as well. And I, I, you know, I didn't add my nephew, but I, cause I figured that was too many, but, um, uh, really it, it also with her, with her stepchildren who she now, you know, treats as her own, um, very devoted to them. I think, you know, again, with my sister, um, she just graduated college. She worked really hard to do that. Um, and certainly, you know, we, we don't necessarily have the best of relationships, but I do admire her. And I do think that she is, um, uh, you know, someone who works very hard at uh, everything that she does and to love others and put out really good energy into the world. I was going to say the other thing with the with the Ace of Spades is a very at a high at the highest manifestation. It would be someone who could actually be like a healer, like a psychic healer, mm. you know, someone who does who really um, dabbles or whatever into the sciences. So if she does anything like that, where she, where well, I would say well. no, Jerry, and I'll tell you why. Because my my sister is very. Um, so my mom and my sister, uh, Vicky in particular, they're they're very very religious Catholic, and the fact that I'm doing this would probably have them praying tons of rosaries and and asking for my soul to not you know be damned for this because they really don't believe in anything outside of what the Catholic right. Church teaches. That would be the that would be the thing that would hold her back. But when I say spiritual, mm-hmm. it does not mean religious. Okay. Yeah. No, I, and and that's how I interpret that. And I right. and I don't. I I I am a firm believer that spirituality has nothing to do with religion. Right. It has to do with how you look at the world. Mm-hmm. Right. You give out, and you know what made me think of it is when you said that the energy she wants to give out to other people. That's what made mm-hmm. me think about that other part of the ancient because but if you don't tap into it you don't tap into it yeah just it's i think i think of the ace of spades like she might have a secret ambition maybe that is possibly the better person that she is every day yeah so i i think that she you know there there might be some really big dreams in there that she's still working toward and who knows if you know again that that's something that she's in the process of trying to to bring to light, and I hope that she does because she's very talented and gifted. Yeah, we're one of three sisters, also, so we understand. I'm the middle, you're the so middle, yeah. Vicky must be the middle, she too. is the middle, yeah. I understand her. So, when she went to college, is it something that she in particular that she graduated with? For you know, um, you know, she did business, um. And, and, uh, but I, I think that she really, she, she worked really hard in her career and kept, you know, doing a lot of different things to always improve and grow and, and grow in her career. So she, you could say that she was ambitious in that sense. Yeah, she probably was. And this, and you don't have the best relationship with her. So she doesn't share her secrets with you. Yeah. So, so we're really different. And I think that, you know, sometimes I may not be, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak for her. <laughs> right. No, <don't. laughs> I don't want to get in trouble again. Well, I, I hope that when you do see each other at the family table, you'll have a new perspective. Cause that's I will, I, I am. Yeah. I'm always looking to, you know, and this is the thing I think that we, I am. And again, this, this comes from my cognitive behavioral techniques, coaching training. Um, we are only responsible for ourselves. We're only responsible for what we think about ourselves. We cannot assume anything about other people and what they think, feel, or do, uh, or what their intentions are. And I'm a firm believer of that. I always, um, keep that with a great assault. Um, you know, and I think that we are responsible for what we feel as well when it comes to how other people show up in, in their life and in ours. And we have the, the responsibility to be able to, um, you know, never assume that we know what somebody else is thinking. Um, I, I think that at the same time for myself, I, I definitely, you know, I, 
I love her very much, but I, I, I have very strict boundaries as well. This is Jerry Isaacs. You've been listening to a live session that Donna Bernard, my sister, and I had with Julie DeLuca from GoConfidentlyCoaching.com. That was a lot of fun. And and to say we met um, Julie a few weeks ago, we were introduced to Julie um, from Lori Carice of 360 Network for Women. Right. And we did have a session with, with Julie. And within 24 hours, we had implemented every change that she had suggested on our website. That's and because she was, gave us some really good it, tips. It was priceless. Right. So. It was priceless. So in return, we actually recorded a session with Julie um, highlighting what we do at here at Dear Wise Women. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this session. And, and it's interesting because, you know, relationships are complicated. And I think listening to it was, as Julie talked about her two sisters, um, there was new insight on their relationships and her niece and her parents and how they moved around. It was it was really a very interesting session that we that we did because sometimes you just move through life, but you never really take, you know, turn around and look back at at the importance or the significance or the the relationships. Um, and this is what really, you know, was, is is what shapes us as people. So it's always fun and it's always in the cards. Right, Jerry? No, absolutely. I mean. I think that we gave Julie a lot to think about. Oh, yes. It was interesting how her father, she had a very close relationship, although he's gone now. But it was interesting to hear about just the relationship that she had with her father and then how we saw the connections between like her and her father her and her, her husband and her mother. Remember that? I mean, oh my goodness. There were lots of interesting connections. And we always talk about these connections that we see, but we never see them until we start talking to people. And it's really like we feel them. It's not like we see this connection. It's, you know, it's just we right. feel it as we're talking. You right. know. Somehow it just, it's easier to sense and understand as we're talking to someone. And I thought it was very interesting. And I hope that everyone listening thinks to themselves, gee, I'd like to do that too. Right. How can I get a seat at this table? And that's what we often hear. So at dearwisewomen.com, go to our site. You can sign up on the first page, um, enter your name and email address. And as we start to... um, We'll be sending out an email with details on how you too can get a seat at our table, but we're just working out some of the fine uh, points. And it's always interesting because people love going to to people to psychics or therapists or whatever, and they talk about themselves or one dimension. And I think how we really separate ourselves and what's really unique and our special sauce is the relationship dynamics between people. Because we all see ourselves in one lens, but it's the relationship between the people that we surround ourselves with. And that's... that's, I love having a group of people, like a group of... I've had groups of women, and I've had groups of men and women, but sitting there and talking about their personality, and then they go, that's not me. And everyone else in the group goes, oh, yes, it is. 
and ever it's it's very entertaining and very enlightening. So people really get a glimpse of either their friends if their friends are with them, or sometimes we do have to talk to people who alone because if they have a serious situation, we can talk them through that also. We've helped many many women with very serious, complicated situations and really come out uh, prevailing. You know, much stronger. So we, we've we've done a lot of good work, Jerry. We we really have, and I hope that people do take us up on our table series, table talk series, because I think that they'll really enjoy learning about themselves. People and like the, to know and about the themselves. people that they're surrounded by, because this is this is multidimensional. Is that a word, Jerry? <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a word. I mean, think about it. You know, you go to a psychic and and they're going to talk to you or like a like a tower reader. reader. You're going to... Or a therapist. Right. It's gonna, you. About you. Everyone, everyone likes to talk about themselves and hear about themselves. But not only will they hear about themselves at our series, if they bring in the, let's say, their husband's birthday or their wife's birthday or their parents' birthdays or their their siblings. We start talking about the other people in their lives gives them an opportunity to understand what where someone else is coming from. Sometimes, you know, like you said, there's no handbook and not everyone responds to the same things in language and in, in, in speaking. Like someone, someone could be really... F- Financially, everything is about money to them. And then the other person could be all about education. And they might never really understand each other until they learn why one person talks about money and one talks about education, just like me and you. Well, it's, it's true. And and I think that's the, the ultimate value. And I, I guarantee when Julie sits down at the holiday table, and and looks at her two sisters, it will be, there will be like an epiphany. It'll be like, wait a minute, we are going to have a different conversation. Very true. And I think that she will, that she will definitely remember that, especially with her old, with the ones, the older sister. But, you know, it's funny. It reminds me of last year we did, um, we did something for, a family out in California that was going to have a very difficult time sitting down at the table together. And we did something really special. We, we picked out um, famous people like that would kind of match their personalities or their cards or one of their cards. So they could all sit down at the table together and, and teach who was, one was like Stevie wonder and one was Joan Baez and, John Lennon and you know we we set a whole new table with 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 people for them to have a different conversation. So I guess what you're saying is that for those people who are listening if you're really into let's say role playing at your next holiday <laughs> dinner and you want to know what roles to give everyone <laughs> right. just join us and we can and you know leave a note in the messages when you sign up and that you were interested in in our musical choices of people who they who they could be maybe the songs that those people sang. We had fun with them. You know what? And that's what people have. They have fun with us. And they learn. They 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 walk around. They walk out with with something really important to them. I agree. So with that, I say, please. Visit us at dearwisewomen.com. Subscribe to our um, our newsletter. Just Well, there really isn't a newsletter, but there'll be emails shortly. And uh, enjoy the holidays. Yes. And I'm Donna Bernard. Thank you for joining us. And I'm Jerry Isaacs. Have a happy and healthy new year. Peace out.